this week's Torah portion is called Vayetze. It begins with Jacob en route to the land, to the city of Haran, where he is going to find his wife. Jacob stops for the night in the middle of the wilderness, and he lays his head down upon a rock, and he has a dream, a dream of angels ascending and descending a ladder. In the dream, God tells Jacob that he'll have numerous descendants, and that God will remain with him and protect him. Jacob awakes from his dream, and he exclaims, Surely God was in this place, and I did not know it. Jacob's encounter with God wasn't one of the big obvious miracles recorded in the Torah, like the parting of the sea or the creation of the world. Those were big ones, and they were hard to miss. Moments where the world changed drastically. This was a more subtle yet significant miracle. Jacob had a powerful dream that changed his life. It's noteworthy where the dream happened. The Torah says it happened at Makom, the place. Makom is a generic Hebrew word for place. Unlike some other narratives, which are very specific with the location, this occasion, I think, is intentionally vague. We aren't supposed to venerate that place. The location was not really that important. The point is that it was a generic place. Jacob's encounter with God wasn't dependent on a specific location. It could have happened anywhere. Jacob names the place Beit El, the house of God. That's where our temple's name comes from, Bethel, a variant spelling. Many people associate Bethel with our beautiful building and our iconic sanctuary. And it is a magnificent place that can inspire awe. But Jacob's Bethel, the place where he encountered God, was just a random spot in the wilderness. He didn't need to go to a magnificent sanctuary to encounter God. It could have happened anywhere for Jacob and it can happen anywhere for us as well. Fast forward to later in, in our Torah portion, where Jacob becomes a father, and his lineage is recorded. When his wife, Leah, bears their fourth son, she declares, She conceived again and bore a son, and declared, This time I will thank the Eternal One. And therefore, she named him Judah. Judah, Yehuda, is the root of the word Yehud, or Jew. We, Yehudim, we Jews, think, link ourselves back to Judah, whose mother chose his name as an expression of gratitude. The Hebrew word Yehud, or Jew, means thanks. You may be most familiar with it from the word Todah, thank you. We, the Jewish people, are synonymous with a thankful people. Our liturgy is full of prayers of thanksgiving. None is more prominent than the Hoda'ah, which we'll say together momentarily, which is why I want to share this with you in advance. Hoda'ah is the daily thanksgiving prayer, and it comes from the same Hebrew word as Judah, Yehuda. We, the Jewish people, are a thankful community. And I'm going to ask Joel to go ahead and put that prayer on the screen. So this is the prayer we're about to say. And let me, I'm going to read it, and then we're going to say it again together in a minute, because I want you to know what you're saying. 
We acknowledge with thanks that you are Adonai, the God of our ancestors forever. You are the rock of our lives, the shield of our salvation in every generation. Let us thank you and praise you for our lives which are in your hand, for our souls which are in your care, for your miracles that we experience every day, and for your wondrous deeds and favors at every time of day, evening, morning, and noon. O good one whose mercies never end, O compassionate one whose kindness never fails, we forever put our hope in you. And we'll go ahead and take that off the screen, Joel. Thank you. See, it's all about thanks. In the Hoda'a prayer, we thank God for the essence of our being, which we all too often take for granted. We say al chayenu va'al nishmotenu for our lives and for our souls. Our lives and souls are pretty important stuff, but they're essentials that we often overlook. The prayer also thanks God for the daily miracles that we encounter morning, noon, and night. They are all around us. We usually just don't notice them. Our morning liturgy takes it a step further and gets more specific. Tomorrow morning, we'll thank God for creating us in a finely balanced network. We say praise to you, Adonai, our God, who formed the human body with skill, creating the body's many pathways and openings. It's well known before your throne of glory that if one of them were to be wrongly opened or closed, that it would be impossible to endure or stand before you. Our tradition teaches us to thank God daily for our openings and our pathways, for our veins, our arteries, our nasal passages, things we usually don't pay too much attention to unless they're not working correctly. Then we really notice them. This year's Thanksgiving holiday was strange and challenging. We have reason to be hopeful and optimistic for our future with encouraging news of vaccines that will soon be available. But we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Many of our lives have been turned upside down. Infection rates are going in the wrong direction. Jewish tradition does not teach us to ignore the hard challenges in life. Sometimes life is unfair and hard. Not every situation in life has a silver lining. Nonetheless, our tradition does teach us to be thankful every day, no matter what challenge we may be facing. In a moment, we'll join together to thank God for our lives, our souls, and for daily miracles. Wherever we may be in our journey in life at this moment, we can join together in these words, even socially distanced through cyberspace, to offer gratitude. The breath of life is miraculous. And today we thank God. We all have the ability to join together and recite these words. Like our patriarch Jacob, we join together at Bethel, the house of God. Yes, we have a physical address with a magnificent, awe-inspiring building. Hopefully we can gather there again soon and in person. But in the meantime, we can continue to look for miraculous moments that might be right before us if only we can look to recognize them. Like Jacob, we may be in an inconspicuous place in the wilderness, only to realize that we're on holy ground and exclaim, God was in this place and I did not know it. Like Jacob, we could give thanks for the daily miracles of life itself 